and galleons. Yes! We're identical. This um, is a freaking basically an audiobook. I mean, plus our commentary. Mm-hmm. See, we have a fan fiction called Prankster's Pets that's on Webhead, and we decided that we should record ourselves reading it uh, for to be inclusive, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, Ma- we're gonna... Maggie is the one here who has done most of the writing. I will give her credit for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Elle is um, my inspiration, my muse. Thank you. Um... <laughs> um the two main characters in the story aren't based on us. I'm Maggie, she's Elle. Um, you'll see. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. You'll understand soon enough. Um, I write the story. Elle helps me with ideas. We listen to music. On the, uh, I have the link to the Wattpad, or Wattpad, I don't know how to I think say words. In, yeah, in the description of this podcast. So if you want to read along with us, you totally can. Yeah. And then on the Maggie's road. also made a Spotify what? playlist to go with it. I have that I have, and that the I mean the Spotify playlist is in the description on Wattpad, so you can find everything you need right in front of your face. You just gotta look a little bit. Well, it's a it's a fantastic playlist. We will most way. likely be trading off every few episodes or so with narrations. It all depends on who is talked about more in the stories themselves. Yes. Um, also, forewarning, this is an incredibly cringy romantic <laughs> fan fiction. That is a passion project. Yeah, for you. For you. <laughs> for me. Um, also, if you followed this podcast before it became this Prankster's Pets thing, I'm so incredibly sorry. <laughs> because you are about to dive into some weird stuff and I yeah you're welcome so if you're gonna miss the episodes of me ranting and answering twitter questions then I guess you know sucks for you <laughs> this is more fun for me so yeah um I'm gonna have Elle read the introduction that is on the webpad it doesn't really I guess it I, I don't even know if that counts as it's like Four paragraphs, it's just, like two I mean, or three it's, paragraphs. It's just a little background information that you should know, so it's yeah, it's help you very bit. helpful. Yes. Yeah, and then I'll read the first chapter, and then I think that's what we'll do today. Um, I'm so incredibly sorry. This is not going to be professional at all. Oh lord, no. If she, yeah, if she is reading and I think something's funny, I'm gonna laugh and interrupt, and I'm so sorry. I'll probably, I'll probably Which, giggle at her. Right. Yeah. I can't suppress my laughter. <laughs> away. Exactly. We were laughing in Mike Wazowski for two minutes straight, so there's oh, help yeah. for us. I can't even look at my phone that this is on right now because of that picture. <laughs> um, so, Elle, are you are you ready? Yes, I- Are you- I'll go ahead and start reading the introduction. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'll stop. I am too. I'll be quiet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome- I'm gonna read along with you. Welcome to the Priester's Pets. This is a fan fiction focusing on the daughters of Remus Lupin and Sirius Black, and they are best friends. The two friends are about to begin their first year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, but they are going to be fifth years. They have been homeschooled by Lupin their whole lives. Lupin's daughter, Elle, is a careful, clever girl who is part werewolf, and her mother left her and Lupin at a very early age. Magnolia May is the daughter of Sirius Black. 
Our story begins in 1991 when both girls are 13. I think we changed it to 15. <laughs> yes, we did. Let's. I can actually. Oh wait, I'll just go back and edit that later. It's fine. They're 15. All right, I was just making sure. Everything's okay. <laughs> um, our 15 at this time. Sirius Black is in Azkaban and has been there since Magnolia was two. She moved in with Lupin and Elle after her father's arrest, and they are her family. Magnolia and her father exchange secret letters. She struggles with her feelings towards her father because she believes in her heart that he is truly innocent, but no one knows the truth for sure. Magnolia is an animagus like her father, and she can become a fox at any time she wishes. She took on the process of becoming an animagus after her best friend Elle began to struggle with her werewolf side. Lupin loves the two girls with all of his heart, which is why he's homeschooled them for so long and kept them hidden. However, with this being Harry Potter's third year at Hogwarts, he believes it is a sign for the girls to take their place in the wizarding world. He can't protect them forever. However, to make the transition from home, from home to school life a little bit easier, he has asked for the Weasleys to meet him at the Black's family home, or Grimwald Place as most of you all know it where the Order of the Phoenix is held so that when it is time for the girls to go to school, they can take the train station and do their shopping with the Weasleys. Lupin cannot take them due to his condition at the time, full moon and everything. He knows the girls yep. can be weary when it comes to new people. Not weary, wary. <laughs> um, Lupin knows the girls can be wary when it comes to new people, so he wanted to give them the chance to meet the Weasleys before they left. It is currently a week before school starts and the Weasleys will be arriving soon. Alrighty. <laughs> I need to update that. Totally forgot that I needed to do yeah, that. Okay. So that's what I'll be doing later. <laughs> are are we mentally prepared for the first chapter? Absolutely. I was I oh my god. reading it. I'm gonna start coughing. So I'm gonna take a sip of tea. Oh yes, also during this podcast we will always have tea. Tea and cookies. Always. I like to bake cookies. I could have some of those cookies right now, but <laughs> they're a little too far away, so. Alright, are we ready? Absolutely we are. On to the first chapter. Oh my god, I love that picture. You want me to read my lines? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Alright, just wanted to double check. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, also, you know, this is where the playlist comes in handy, <laughs> so if you want to listen to uh, the music... You can pause us, listen to a quick little blister in the sun to make you feel good, <laughs> and come on back. Um, but, alright, we're out of here. Welcome to chapter one of The Prankster's Pets. An interesting introduction. <clears throat> we open the story with Elle and Magnolia jumping up and down on her bed, listening to Blister in the Sun by Violet Femmes. I, I really don't even know. I need to stop. They know every word and sing along as loud as they can. Suddenly, there's a knock at the door and the music stops. This creature, the house elf, he's very nasty to the girls on a regular basis, but a little less towards Maggie since she is a black. Creature tells the girls that the Weasleys will be arriving soon and that they need to get ready and pick up their room a little. The girls get off the bed as Creature leaves and turns towards each other, still giggling from the fun. Why is he such a nasty house elf? Elle asks. I'm not sure, E, but we won't have to focus on him much longer. Once we get to Hogwarts, Creature won't be able to stop us from having our fun. Maggie and Elle smiled at each other and began to pick up the clothes and other items spread across the floor on their room. Maggie stopped when she noticed her father's wand on the dresser. I guess I will have 
to get my own one when we go to Diagon Alley. Yeah, I guess so. But look, on the bright side, then you'll have a wand that actually works for you. I know using your dad's wand makes you feel closer to him, but you aren't the same person, so having your own wand will be better in the long run. Maggie looked at her and smiled. You're right, Elle. Thanks. Of course, love. That's what I'm here for. They both giggled and started to get dressed. Maggie, what do you think the Weasleys will be like? I'm not sure. Dad seems to think they're all right, though. Maggie, what about their sons? Do you think they are kind or mean? Maggie, L. Maggie, people are much more complex than that. I'm sure they'll be nice. Maggie, I know that, but what if they are mean to you or me? If they are friends of Uncle Ramus, then I can't protect us. That's a weird line. <laughs> Sorry. We'll be fine, Maggie, and I can take care of myself. I know you love me, but we have to learn how to deal with people we dislike without physically hurt physically hurting them. Wow, Maggie is a baby. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> All right, Maggie. Okay, you're right, as usual. I'm sorry, Elle. I'm just very nervous about leaving. Elle gives Maggie a hug. It's Elle. fine, Maggie. Don't be nervous. Be excited. We're going out on our own for the first time, and you know what? We're ready. Maggie. Okay, Elle. How do I look? Maggie was wearing a dark blue turtleneck sweater with light blue jeans. Maggie was very pretty. She had a beautiful shade of red hair that was short, just touching her collarbone. She was short, only standing about five feet. She was slim, thick, with a tiny waist and... (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, that is me. Oh, my God. I need to stop. Okay. She was slim, thick, with a tiny waist and nice bun. This is weird. I need to stop. Okay. I'm so sorry. She was hot, but had an... but had an innocent way about her. Her best feature were her pastel green eyes that caught everyone off guard. You look, you look great. How about me? Elle was wearing a burgundy long sleeve shirt with a dark plaid overall skirt. Elle was just as beautiful as her friend. She had long blonde hair and beautiful blue eyes. She was taller than Maggie, around 5'6". She was thin, but that didn't take away from any of her feminine fe- features. Oh my god. Her best feature was her smile. It was kind and warm and maybe the most contagious smile anyone could ever have. Maggie. Gorgeous. Simply gorgeous. Suddenly, Remus yelled up to the girls to come down that the Weasleys had had just arrived. Maggie's face turned red. She was so nervous and she didn't feel ready. Elle saw this and grabbed her hand and gave it a squeeze. Knowing her best friend was right there with her, but Maggie's I mean, uh-oh. There's a typo in the... <laughs> we can fix it. We can fix yeah. it. It's fine. Maggie's mind at ease. The girls walked downstairs and were greeted by two clever smiles. Oh my god. Are we gonna... You say... How are we... In... You say Fred and George. I'm just gonna say what I say. Okay. Great. I'm not doing character voices. <laughs> oh, no. I don't Fred. I feel so weird. Okay, Fred. Hi, I'm Fred, and this is my brother, George. George. Hello. Maggie. Hello. I'm Magnolia May, but everyone just calls me Maggie. And I'm Elle, her best friend. Fred and George. Well, Maggie and Elle, it's a pleasure to meet you. George and Maggie make eye contact, but Maggie quickly looks away. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 
everyone is so welcome. Everyone loves us. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continuing. Molly. Hello, girls. It is so nice to finally meet the two of you. I see you've already met Fred and George. Now, come along here and meet the rest of the family. Maggie freezes when she looks into the dining room to see a swarm of redheads. Elle simply grabs her arm and follows behind Molly. The twins follow behind the girls. Both the girls would be considered shy, so going into a room full of new people was quite frightening to them. But they were brave and they wanted to make new friends. As they walk into the dining room, they hear Molly ask everyone to line up. She introduces everyone. Molly. This is Ginny, our youngest and only daughter. She is in her second year at Hogwarts. Ginny. Hello, it's nice to meet you, and it's nice to have more girls around. It's nice Elle. to meet you, Jenny. Oh my god. Molly. <laughs> Molly, this is Ronald. I'm sorry, I cannot say Ronald without laughing. I'm thinking of Ronald McDonald, aren't you? Oh my god, I am! <laughs> oh my god, okay. Oh. This is what happens. Okay. Oh, Molly, this is Ronald, our youngest son. It is his third year at Hogwarts, and these are his two friends, Hermione and Harry Potter. Ron, hello. Please call me Ron. <laughs> yeah, you said too. Oh, my God. Ron stares at Ellen in silence. Hi, hello. Ron. It's nice to meet you. Hermione. Hello, I'm Hermione, Hermione Granger. It's very nice to meet you, too. And may I say, you all look lovely. Oh, my God, why is she so proper? I love her. Maggie. Thank you, Hermione. So do you. Hermione smiles wide. Molly. Next is Percy. He is head boy for Gryffindor. We are very proud of him. It is his seventh and last year at Hogwarts. Percy. It's nice to meet you. If... If you are sorted into Gryffindor, don't think I will allow you to misbehave just because we have already met. Fred and George lean down from behind and whisper to Ellen Maggie. Fred and George. HB stands for humongous big head. <laughs> the two girls giggle and Percy glares at his brothers. Molly. We have two other sons, Bill and Charlie, but they no longer attend Hogwarts. However, there is one other Weasley for you to meet. This is my husband, Arthur. Oh my god. I need to stop laughing. We might okay. take this. Arthur. <laughs> oh my god. Arthur. Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to retake this. It's fine. Everyone likes my giggles. <laughs> Arthur, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've, I've heard so much about you two from Lippin from Lupin? Did I just say Lupin? Lupin? Okay, good. The girls look over at Lupin, who is standing on the other side of the room, and he winks at them. Thank you all so much for coming to help us get started at Hogwarts. We really do appreciate it. Maggie. Oh. I lost my spot. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. Maggie. Yes, thank you all. I hope to get to know all of you better. The line disperses, and suddenly Ron and Hermione walk up to Ellen Maggie. Hermione talks to Elle about how she is excited to meet another girl and be friends. They have a pleasant conversation and go sit down together. The twins are standing near Maggie and are talking to each other. Ron comes over and begins to tell Maddie about their trip. Maggie to their... Oh my god. 
tell Maggie about their trip to Egypt, telling her all about all the things they saw and showing her a picture from the newspaper. Maggie is uncomfortable, but she is still kind to Ron and listens about, listens about the trip. Maggie. That is quite exciting to hear. I've never been out of the country. Ron. Bloody hell. Really? How come? Maggie. Well, um, I... George cuts in. That's quite enough, Ron. Maggie doesn't need to hear you babble on about our trip. Now go sit with Hermione. George turns to Maggie. So sorry about him. He gets excited. Maggie. Oh, it's fine. I enjoyed hearing about the adventure. Oh my god. Keep going, Matt. Matt, Maggie. (laughs) George, I couldn't help but overhear about you not having left the country before. How come? Wait, sit down first. We've been standing forever. Why is he such a gentleman? Because you're a sim. Stop. Stop! (laughs) Maggie sits down next to George. Maggie, well... I've lived with Ellen Lupin almost all my life. My mother left when I was born, and when I was two, my father was... Maggie had just met George. She was... She was being far too careless with the information of her family. She became quite quiet, and her hands were shaking. George assumed her father had died. Oh, that's, that's rough. George, hey, it's all right. I'm sorry if I asked too much. You don't have to tell me, Maggie. No, it's fine. Would you like to take this conversation to the living room? It's just that there's a lot of people nearby. George. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Wow. This is so much more painful to read out loud. Okay. (laughs) Next. All right. Here we go. George stood up and offered an arm to Maggie, which she kindly kindly declined. They walked to the living room and sat on the floor. When I was two, my father was arrested and taken to Azkaban. After that, I moved in with Lupin. Elle's mother left when she was little, too, so we had that in common. George, what did you Maggie, my father? Nothing. George, oh, I see. George leaped over and gave her a hug. She froze. Her eyes widened, but her look slowly softened as she gave him a hug back. When the hug ended, they were shocked to find Fred and Elle standing in the hallway. I was wondering where you went off to. See, you made a new friend. Maggie stood up and walked to Elle. George followed. Fred, dinner's ready. Let's go eat. Everyone had a wonderful time at dinner. Molly had made a pot roast, and by the time everyone finished up their conversations and their food, it was around 9 o'clock. The adults and Percy cleaned up while Elle, Magnolia, Harry, Hermione, George, Fred, and Ron went to the living room to hang out. Maggie. So, Harry, your dad was James Potter, right? Harry. Yes, why do you ask? Maggie. Our dads were friends when they went to Hogwarts. Harry. Wow, really? Maggie. Yes, I was so excited to meet you because your dad was part of the friend group Elle and my dad were in. Harry. Uh, that should be Elle's and my dad. Wait. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Haha. <laughs> Not me correcting myself. I was in a friend group with your parents. <laughs> yes. I'm just, oh a, my I God. just have a time turner. <laughs> like, I've been living for centuries. you just been living until oh now. Oh my God. Don't make me add that in. Do it. Okay. Oh my God. Harry smiled at Maggie and now they were friends. That's sweet. Yes. Okay. 
The seven teenagers talked for two hours when Molly came in and told them it would be time for bed soon. The trio left and went upstairs, which left Fred and George alone with Elle and Maggie. No. no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fred, Georgie and I actually brought a gift for you two. Elle. Oh, you, you didn't have to do that. Fred and George, of course we did. I love when they talk together. <laughs> I'll stop. Fred pulls out a pygmy puff and hands it to the girls. Elle looks at Maggie to see her smile wide. Maggie, thank you both so much, but I'm going to have to let Elle take control of this one. See, I'm not the biggest fan of pygmy puffs. They're quite cute and all, but I find them a little too distracting. Elle. Um, Maggie gets easily distracted by most animals. George, well, that's all right. I'm glad he has a new home. Maggie, I I think you and Hagrid would be good friends. Maggie, who's Hagrid? Fred, he's the gamekeeper at Hogwarts. George, he loves all types of animals. Harry, Ron, and Hermione are good friends with him. Maggie, I look forward to meeting him. George and Maggie make eye contact and stare for a little too long. Maggie finally looks away after Elle interjects. Well, it's been a pretty busy day. We need to get some sleep. Fred, of course. George, before you go, would you all like to go to the Lakey Cauldron tomorrow? Maggie, we would love to. The four break away and go to bed. Fred messes with George about his actions during the day, and Elle does the same to Maggie. Oh my god, that's the end of the first Maddie, chapter. Maddie, I gotta go ah. my Okay. <laughs> the author's note hi thank you for reading my story i don't have that many readers right now but i'm hoping this will grow into something very special since i have already written summaries for at least 25 episodes for the third year alone i try to stay true to the timeline in this story but sometimes i change things around for fun when i started brainstorming this fanfic i wanted to start in the first book with the main characters being 13 but seeing as this story is focused on romance i decided to change it to the third book the Golden Trio is not included in this story as much as I originally wanted them to be. They are in the last chapter of they are in the last chapter and this one you are about to read, but will not be part of the main cast after that. The characters of Ellen Magnolia are based off real people from my life, so lol, it's not literally <laughs> us. So if you want to to add them to your own stories, please get permission from me before doing so. I don't want them to be put into I don't want them to be put in a situation that I know the actual people would not be comfortable with. That means don't write smut about my characters, Yeah, I'd, please. I'd like, go crawl in a hole and die. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> I am always open to constructive criticism when it comes to my stories, but besides that, please be kind. Thank you for the support. Enjoy the Leaky Cauldron. And on to you, Miss <laughs> The Leaky Cauldron. Magnolia wakes up the next morning, and she and Elle are incredibly excited for the day ahead of them. They jump out of bed and rush to get their clean clothes on and do their hair. Maddie puts on an oversized jumper that is an army green and some jean shorts that go down to her mid-thigh. Elle wears a navy blue sweater and blue jeans. They put their hair in ponytails and walk together to meet everyone at the table for breakfast. Morning, Magpie, says a familiar voice coming from the room. Is that... Maggie. You're supposed to speak. I'm sorry, I I got caught off by the it's George winky face. (laughs) Oh no! 
I love Pre-July. myself for that Pre-July. one. Okay. Is that supposed to be Maggie me? Asked him. Perhaps, he said with a mischievous smile. Maggie smiles at him. She and Al join the twins in the living room. We've been waiting for you two forever, Fred complained. Oh, hush, Freddy. It's barely been ten minutes. You didn't have to wait for us, Al said. Of course we did. It wouldn't have been very gentlemanlike if we didn't, remarked George. I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maddie, Maddie adds. Maddie sends jo- Maggie. Maggie. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie sends George a flirtatious smile that makes him blush a little. The four of them are about to leave to head to the Leaky Cauldron when Ron walks up behind Fred and pokes him in the arm. What is it? He 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 snapped. Mom said we could come with you. Ron said. Mom, the twins yelled together. I'm not letting you go out and supervise with such kind young ladies. Goodness knows you would ruin them with your shenanigans. She she replied. Fine, come on then. Fred sighed. The seven of them arrive at the leaky cauldron. There's a smell of pumpkin in the air. They sit down at the table in the back and begin to talk amongst themselves. After about five minutes, a waitress comes over and asks them what they would like. They order seven butterbeers, and the twins offer to pay for the girls, yet they decline. You can pay for ours, Ron says, he, thinking he's so clever. He shoots a look at Ellen and winks at her. I think you have an admirer. Maggie murmured to Elle. Elle glared at her. Oh, shut up. He's 13. <laughs> the girls giggle and the waitress come back with butterbeers. Maggie goes to grab her drink. Maggie, that's mine, George said. If it's yours, then why is it sitting in it front of me? It doesn't matter who it's sitting in front of. It doesn't change the fact that it's mine. Fine. She shoves her drink towards him and then grabs the one sitting next to him. Maggie, that was mine too, he said. They can't, <laughs> they can't both she takes be yours. Freddie, I'm offended. All I do to this girl is be nice and she takes my drink. Maggie, that's not very nice, Fred said. Maggie rolls her eyes and continues drinking the butterbeer. Butterbeer? That's not a word. Okay. (laughs) Butterbeer. George leans over to Elle. Your friend isn't very nice. I don't know what her problem is today. (laughs) Not you too. Come on, Elle. Three snicker at Maggie's frustration. She finally lets up and giggles along with them. After about an hour, Molly and Arthur arrive to come back and check on the kids. When they spot them, they go back and join them. Maddie notices Arthur and Harry talking by the stone beams, but doesn't give a thought to it. After a couple minutes, Maggie leaves the table to go to the restroom. She passes the area where Arthur and Harry had been talking earlier and notices a poster on the wall. Wait, was it? It couldn't be. She looked at the poster and saw her father screaming. She stared at it deeply. She had never seen her father like that. He always looked so kind and gentle in the pictures Remus had shown her. She looked up from the picture. The poster read, Have you seen this wizard? To most people, this poster would be an eyesore during their time at the Leaky Cauldron. Most people saw Sirius Black as the masked murderer he was made out to be. But not Maggie. He was her father and she loved him deeply. Her eyes welled up with tears. Did this mean he was free? Was he coming to see her? He was so amazing. No one had ever escaped from Azkaban before, but he did. He was incredible. Her bladder could wait. She had to tell Elle. She ran over to the table where the twins and Elle were sitting. She grabbed Elle by the wrist frantically. I have to talk to you. The twins didn't say anything. They simply sat there in confusion while Maggie led Elle towards the poster. Elle, 
He's escaped. He's coming to see me. He's free. Elle, I'm so happy, I looked you? at her. She didn't know what to say. That's great, Maggie. I'm so glad to hear it. Elle, did you not hear me? My dad is free. I know. She looked down at the ground. Wait, Elle. Did? Did you know? I was going to tell you, I swear. Elle, you knew my dad escaped and you didn't tell me? I don't- I don't understand. You- you know he didn't do those things, Elle. You- you know he's I, good. I, I don't know, Maggie. You don't Maggie know? Maggie was disgusted. Her friend- her friend knew how long she had waited for this day. It's just that- Dad doesn't even know yet what happened exactly, Elle murmured. But, Elle, you know he's good. You've seen the letters. What letters? A voice popped into the conversation from the side. Maggie looked up to see George standing there. She hadn't noticed him and Fred walked over. She hadn't noticed he and Fred were walking over. Thank goodness they hadn't heard the full conversation. Maddie snapped. Nothing. Maggie, wait! Maggie walked out the door of the Leaky Cauldron and Elle chased after her. Molly and Arthur walked over to where Fred and George were standing. They were about to ask what had happened when they noticed the poster on the wall next to them. Should we go after them? George asked. No, I think we should give the girls and Lupin time to work things out, Molly said. The four Weasleys walked over back to the table and sat down. The mood had changed, though, with the girls gone, and it was much quieter. That was cute. Why do you read them better than I do? <laughs> you have to realize that. Yeah, I just really like reading okay. them. I don't know why. I'm going to promote myself. Are you going to be upset? No. Alright, guys. This next chapter is called Running Through the Rain. Also, I also have a Wattpad story. I'm a Hermione shipper. I think Fred and Hermione are a very cute couple, and I began writing a story about them in June, and I'm just never really getting caught back up with it. I have about 21 chapters. It is coming along very well. I love it tremendously. My best friend here, Maggie, is also going to be helping me read some of the chapters every once in a while. She has been my biggest supporter, and I love her dearly. My username is... Um, Elizaguin 4867 probably doesn't make sense it's alright <laughs> and the story is called Hogwarts Sweethearts a Hermione story it would mean so much to me if you could read it um, it, it truly does mean a lot and I spent a lot of time on it and I think you all would enjoy it if you like Fred and Hermione thank you <laughs> um, that's beautifully done <laughs> This chapter is running through the rain. As soon as Maggie had stepped outside the leaky cauldron, she started running home. She could hear Elle shouting her name in the distance. She turned back to see her friend chasing after her, which caused Maggie to slip and fall in the puddle. Elle ran towards her. Are you okay? She asked, helping Maggie up. She answered yeah, sternly. Yeah, I'm fine. She was about to take off. No, that was not <laughs> sternly. <laughs> do it again, do it again. She answered yeah, I'm fine. She was about to take off again when Elle grabbed her hand. Please, Mags, I know you're angry with me, but you have- and you have a right to be, but please just let me explain myself. They sat right. down on the curb and Elle began. Maggie, I'm so sorry. I should have told you when I first found out. 
I know it was wrong of me to keep it from you, and I'm so sorry. I was just scared. What if we were wrong? What if you found out Sirius was out and he never came to see you? I never want to see you sad. I just want you to be happy, but I should have trusted you. Sirius is good and he will come to see you. I know it. I forgive you, Elle. I, I know you were trying to watch out for me. Just don't keep things from me. You're my family and I always want to know I can trust Two you. Two hugs and walk back home together. Back in the Leaky Cauldron, Molly and Arthur were explaining what had happened to the twins. So, Sirius Black is Maggie's dad, George exclaimed, and he supposedly turned into Potters to he who must not be named, Fred finished. Yes. Maggie has lived with Lupin ever since her father was taken to Azkaban. I'm guessing she still sees her father in a positive light, and that's why she was upset with Elle for not telling her that he had escaped. I'm sure Elle was just trying to protect her friend. Molly explained. The twins understood. The four left the leaky cauldron and began to head back to grim old place. Back at the house, Remus had taken Maggie to her room and talked to her for a while while Elle sat in the living room. The Weasleys entered and saw Elle by herself. Molly and Arthur made their way to the kitchen to talk and the twins sat down on either side of Elle. Our moms told us about Maggie's dad. Don't worry though, we won't say anything, Fred reassured her. Elle looked at them and gave them a nod. She was worried. The twins were about to ask where Maggie was when she came downstairs with Lupin. She was still soaked from the rain, and she had a cut on her knee from when she had fallen. She smiled at Elle and gave her a thumbs up, then returned back up, then returned back up the stairs to change into dry clothes. Once Maggie had made her way up the stairs, George leaned over to Elle and asked, What happened to her? She ran and got hurt. She always seems to do that. Run away and then get hurt. When we were little, she used to run away all the time to try and go and find her dad, but she would just come back within an hour or two, and she'd always have some sort of cut or bruise when she got back. I love her so much, I just want to keep her safe. The twins looked at each other while Elle got up and made her way up the stairs. Dun dun dun! I love how it says, to be continued. Oh my god. Wow, wasn't that fantastic? We need to, I need to edit it. We need to, we need to edit that baby because uh, hmm, there's some typos. Also, I love how I wrote it like on the computer, so the little like lines where it separates stuff, it, it's like yeah. really weird looking. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it just was. Good job. Thank you for yes. listening to our, our rambling and my constant <laughs> giggles. Thank you. Jeez. We, we hope you all like this Oh my a lot. god. Maggie here deserves most of the credit since she has come up with this whole idea on her own. She texted. Remember, god, it's gonna remember when she not texted end me well. telling me about it at first and she was so excited. I have never seen this girl so excited. <laughs> I needed I needed to uh, made a want for her. Maybe that too. <laughs> oh my god. I need to, to fan the flames of my love for George Weasley, yeah. so, you know, it's okay. It's totally fine. I actually, um, if you like this fanfiction, uh, that's good for you because there's a lot more to come. Uh, the way I write it is that I have, like, I lay out each part and write a summary of it in my notes, and I currently have at least, like, 40 more parts to come, which is crazy. Oh, no, I'm gonna spend my it, summer. It's wait. So, 
don't know when oh my it is, God. I'm sorry. I have, I have no sense of time whatsoever. <laughs> anywhere. Me neither. Also, not me forgetting that the seasons are a little different in the oh. UK, which this takes place in. Yeah. So, I've done extensive research. We a little too much research. We're not cultured. School systems. Oh my god, it's true! The fact that I started using the word jumper on a, a, on a daily basis and trainers instead of my sneakers. <laughs> wow, I need to stop. Oh my god, last night I had a dream and I had a British accent, so that was really cute. <laughs> okay, do you, do you, do you want to be done? I, I think so. Thank, thank you, you for so much listening. for watching. Yeah. This means a lot to both of us, so oh thank god. you for your support. We hope you liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope you liked it, because I spent way too long on one of those chapters, and I really need to go and edit it, because, ooh! The first chapter literally took me two hours to write, and it's not that long, so... Mm. The pain of writing. It is such a pain, but such a joy all at the same time. Thank you all for listening. All right. We love all of our Thank fans. Thank you. We'll see you. <laughs> oh my god, yes, our fans, fans you know, us. You'll see us next time around. <laughs> Bye. See ya, babies. Thank you all so much for putting up with our chaos. This is Maggie talking. Um, yeah, so actually me and Elle, uh, well, mostly me. Well, she's, she's going to help me later, but I've uh, started editing the first chapter and we're probably gonna edit the other two chapters that were read in this episode of the podcast so when you read along with it it may be a little different but overall it's the same there's just some extra stuff in there to make it less confusing because i didn't look back on them <laughs> before we recorded this and some of the phrasing was a little off and so we just went in and put our magical writing skills to the test. Um, I really, really hope you all enjoyed this and hopefully it's something that is helpful and fun. Um, but yeah, tune in maybe next week for another chapter and make sure to go listen to Elle's podcast about her Wattpad story and make sure to read it. It's called um, Hogwarts Sweethearts, a Hermione story. So yeah, it's super cute. My story is gonna end up being super cute. It's kind of cringy right now, but listen, you guys, I got plans for this. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this. Also, sorry for like the weird music, like ambiance in the background. Because it's like, it's there for like the first couple minutes, and then it goes away, and then it comes back. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Whatever. Um, but yeah, hope you all enjoy. Have a good time, and thanks for listening to the Pranksters Pet.